A reading from John 19:28-30. Later, knowing that everything had now been finished, and so the scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there, so they soaked up a sponge in it, put the sponge on the stalk of a hyssop plant, and lifted it to Jesus' lips. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. One of the descriptions we have about Jesus is that he is the living water. <laughs> you know, we have all these descriptions, bread of life, living water, good shepherd, all these things. But living water is the one I want to focus on. It's a, it comes from that moment at the, with the woman at the well in Samaria, where, you know, she's looking for obviously, you know, a day's worth of water. But he says, look, if you know me, you'll have living water and it will last up until eternal life. You know, she says, give me some of that water. (laughs) And that's what he is, not just for that woman at the well, but for all over the world. He's offering Mm -hmm. something that if we take him in, we will have eternal life. Uh, He's the living water. And so I'm bringing that up because, um, you know, here he's this profound statement. I'm not going to focus on the one where he says it is finished, but rather the statement right before that, when he says, I am thirsty. Mm -hmm. Wow. The living water, the the font, the well, the wellspring of eternal life is out of water. He's Mm -hmm. thirsty. So what's happening here? Well, how would he become living water? How is it that what he offers would give us eternal life? Well, he he basically poured out his life. He poured out his living water. He was thirsty. His well ran dry the day of the cross. It was all poured out. All of his life was poured out Mm -hmm. so that when we drink it in through communion, uh, we now have the opportunity for eternal life. Have you ever experienced real thirst? Um, yes. David has. I don't think I could say that I have. Uh, it's a terrible thing. <laughs> well, I, I actually wrote about it. Um, from a, a, a hiking trip I took in the Selway Bitterroot Mountains in Montana. And uh, we made a r- wrong turn on mm-hmm. the trail there was a bunch of uh people on the trip but it, it was kind of a anyway we we took the wrong turn and we just started up and if you know montana in the west at all um as you get higher it gets drier mm-hmm. uh, that's just a rule and and this is how i explain what happened and how desperate we became to find water Within an hour, the water had shown uh, the, the water shown on the map became a longing, then an obsession, then an urgent necessity. With every step, I was becoming more desperate. Then, just when my hope was turning to despair, I stumbled upon a small pool of still water. Without hesitation, I drank it as if it was the sweetest water I had ever tasted. I experienced overwhelming relief and joy at something as common as water because my body desperately needed replenishment. Uh, you know, it's, it's one thing to talk about it. We have so much available to us in this, uh, you know, higher civilization where you turn on a spigot and you can run it forever and you're not running out. Uh, but water, as Jesus said, and when he says, I am thirsty, he's explaining that the body is now screaming for water it's i mean it's it's a physical thing um but it also has all kinds of the woman on the well it has all kinds of spiritual implications but water is life 
And Jesus, uh, it, it, the physical Jesus, his life was ta- being taken away from him here on the cross where he had no real access to any water. And the amount of suffering you do physically when that is happening to you is just unbelievable. 